All right, we just got through watching A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, starring Matthew Rise as Lloyd Vogel, Chris Cooper as Jerry Vogel, Susan Kelchi, Kelechi, I don't know if I'm saying that right, Watson as Andrea Vogel, and the great Tom Hanks as Fred Rogers. I'm sitting here with Tam. Tam, what were your first thoughts on the movie? What did you think? My first thought was to, you know, watch Hank transform into, Tom Hanks transform into Mr. Roger and how well they did that. And at first it was like, okay, I still see Tom Hanks. I still see Tom Hanks. But as the movie progressed, I started seeing Rogers more. And and so that was my first impression. And I thought this movie was going to be more about the reporter, but it was, I think, well-balanced. Yeah. With lots of scenes. Well, I think the main story, for those that don't know, without giving any spoilers away, the main story is the relationship between the reporter and Fred Rogers and how it affects his relationship, the reporter's relationship with his family, with his, his wife, his new baby, and his estranged father. And... Rogers kind of helps him in a, not a really direct way, but an indirect way, kind of work through those problems and, and see what he's actually dealing with. I felt so much like Rogers was, he could be a therapist. <laughs> well, in a, in a way, it was kind of a form of therapy. Yeah. He was trying to Yeah, he was. That's what I kind of, that was the sense out of it, is that he, uh, his interactions with people was always too... Um, find out how they're feeling and when he senses that they have some issues that they're dealing with um, you know feelings like anger or resentment and he helps them through that and he knows how to pull that out of him in such a kind way and he all his approach has been I felt very untraditional like the reporter was expecting one thing and would be getting another. And I liked how it turned out. Um, the storyline between the reporter and the family, parts of it I didn't really care for because it was a little bit too, in my mind, unbelievable. But Right. Well, the truth of the story is that there's some truth to the story and there's a lot of that's not true to the story. It's based on a true story. What's true to the story is that the reporter and Fred Rogers did start a relationship based upon the interview that he was supposed to do. The, the Esquire uh, magazine article and the cover, all that's true. The problem with the father is not. That was the part that's the fictional part. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so um, there was, it's the, if, I, if I understand correctly, there, there was a small issue with the father, but not to the level that it was brought up. With, yeah, with, with I definitely with feel that was a lot of the dramatization, the conflicts he had with the father and himself. I mean, when you think about him as a reporter, I was trying to figure out him as a reporter. Obviously, he's a good reporter, and he's a truth finder in the fact that he's raw and he'll tell it like it is. And unfortunately, a lot of the people that he's probably profiled or interviewed, he seems to identify all the negative aspects of them or at least um, showcases it or brings it out. Right. And so with Fred, I think he really wanted to find out something. You know, like there's got to be something that you're dealing with, something 
you know, whether it's like the whole burden thing, he really wanted to capture something that others didn't see. And it's always seems to be like, what are your issues? And to bring that out, but he really, it only just like reflected back to him and how he was dealing with his feelings and everything. Um, I just liked how um, the story of Rogers and just his little PBS show, I didn't know, only ran for three years, for example. No, it ran longer than three years. Three years and took a break. Or did he take no, a three-year no, break? he took a three-year break. Oh, sorry. Right. So he took a three-year break. Yeah. And um, uh, I, I never really grew up with with um, Mr. Rogers. The Mr. Rogers that I grew up hearing about was the jokes the you know the sweater and all the little right. uh, comedy bits on Saturday Night Live and everything else nothing bad about him um, in many ways a lot of people probably thought oh there's this adult guy that likes a lot of kids and it's you know it may seem back then kind of creepy but he wasn't I mean if you watched the documentary you totally understood where he's coming right. from and I think the biggest takeaway or message I got out of this that I really liked was how um, that one uh, there was one segment where he talks about like how do parents you know teach their kids and like how do you do it and he says to try and remember when you were a kid and you were that age and dealing with sure your stuff a lot of people don't think about them as a kid to gain perspective on that child instead it's more like how their interaction with the kids are and how they're taking it but i i think that it was refreshing considering the time this all happened which is you know what is it 70s 80s i guess um started in the uh early i'm assuming late 60s wow i believe yeah yeah so it's definitely unconventional approach to what you see now and i like it it's very truthful to the kids you know i like him as a person i want to know more about mr rogers and uh the movie was to me a feel good lots of touching moments i mean i was always very you know sad yeah um one of the things that uh, i really enjoyed about the movie having you know been a fan of of mr rogers in the past and having grown up with him was how much not only first of all from what i understand they actually shot in the real studio mm-hmm. they they uh um there was one scene where they're sitting in a restaurant and which i thought was very very well done the, the silence scene we'll call it that no spoilers but the silence scene sitting there in the restaurant were some of the surviving crew members and players in the original Mr. Rogers neighborhood along with his wife that I recognized. And I thought that was a nice little the nice little touch that and also having a perfect recreation. They they uh they shot the scenes in the actual studio that it was shot in. I don't know if they used the same uh, exact builds, but they made an exact, you know, replica of it. I thought that was a, a good thing that they did. Paid attention to the, those kind of details, but mostly I really appreciated Tom Hanks' portrayal of Mister Rogers, because you can tell 
in his portrayal and it probably is in, it's in the writing as well or, or whatever. I don't, I don't really know what it was, but you know, he wasn't, there was a lot of times where Tom Hanks was repeating what I would call like Rogers verses, you know, like things that, you know, Mr. Rogers would say, right? Like, uh, things that he would talk about, uh, questions that he would ask and, and what have you. But what I really loved about his performance was the small little things. Like if you noticed, every time he asked a question and he got an answer back, he was silent for a moment. And this is a common thing that, that Fred Rogers did on purpose because for him, listening, active listening, active, you know, you know giving someone that time, and then having that moment after they speak and giving that a, a moment of silence for, for what he thought was that that, you know, helped to bond yourself with the person that you were talking to, you know, in order to show that you cared about what that person was talking and that you were giving them a gift of active listening. Because it's easy for us to, to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And a lot of people just talk and wait for their turn to talk again. They're not really listening. He practiced active listening. And, and that's one of the things that I thought was great about his portrayal. A lot of micro gestures, like the way he held his, his, his hand to his face, uh, the way, even the way he put on his sweater at the very beginning when he puts on his uh, sweater and he, and he zips it all the way up and then comes back down mm-hmm. to his tie, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit past his tie. That was the thing that Fred Rogers did. So you could really tell that Hanks really invested himself into studying not just what he sounded like and and how he moved but but also how he moved you know mannerisms his mannerisms things like that so i thought it was an excellent portrayal you could tell that he was he was really trying to get into it um as far as the storyline goes oh the story was was fine it didn't seem like it really dragged it had a nice pacing to it um the acting was fine from from everybody um and I thought the, the most interesting part of it was the ending. And without trying to give the ending away or anything like that, not that there's a you know, big ending to give away, but there's a, very, there's a scene at the very end where uh, he's by himself. Tom Hanks is Fred Rogers. He's, he's by himself, and he's at his, his, his piano. And I thought it was a brilliant little moment in the story because through the whole story... You see uh, Fred Rogers uh, composed. He's, he's very, uh, you know, honest, straightforward, uh, very um, calm, calm and, and what have you. And at the very end, and I won't describe how, they show you a little of his humanity, you know. And I thought it was in such a, 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 a beautiful way to end it, to show that, to remind you, because there's a scene in it, Again, not giving anything away. There's a scene in the movie where his wife is talking to the reporter and says, you know, Fred's not perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at him as being perfect, then you see him as being unattainable. You know, and that's what I, I really thought that last scene really kind of did. And I thought that was a beautiful, beautiful thing. There were certain, there were points in the movie where I got a little choked up. I think I definitely related to the story of, of you, you know, having issues with his father 
you know, as I have my own, it made me reflect on my own issues with my parents and made me reflect on how I deal with it and how I, I am with it and where it comes from for me. And there were some scenes in it that definitely got me choked up and probably related to that because of my, my, uh, how do I say it? Just your own personal, my own personal experience, you know, with that kind of thing. And so that's what gave it for me. Uh, so I definitely gave this, this movie, I mean, for me, it was a, a, it was a good movie. I give it four stars out of five, I would guess if I had to, uh, no, no, I don't know if there's any such thing as a perfect movie, but, uh, I thought it was, I thought it was really well done and, and very, uh, captured the spirit of Fred Rogers and at the same time told a beautiful little story. I did too. I also like the nostalgic of the time. I recognize like a cordless phone they were using at home. And this is the time where people didn't use cell phones right? to answer their phone call. They used, they, they got a call in the home and it was a Sony phone with a long antenna. And I said, I had one of those phones or you don't really see, you know, flat screens. Everything right. is like regular and, there, there wasn't no Uber. It was a regular cab. No, it was back in time. Yeah. Yeah. So I like those um, movies where they show a time that we just forgot about. Yeah. And, and everything. Well, this was back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I think the, the interview was. I think it was, yeah, in the early 90s. Early 80s, uh, early 90s. Early 90s. Yeah, I believe. When that happened. Um, yeah, like, I like, I felt that when they showed a scene where Mr. Roger had that one character come on and wanted to show them how magazines were made. Oh, yeah. 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 It That's was, another thing. The style of it, I yeah. thought, was really well done. They kind of uh, went back and forth between the show and and what the storyline. And they did it in a way where whenever they were re- referencing the show... They put it into like a box mode, the old TV. Yeah, you know we're in. Even even dumbing down the definition, making yeah. it a little less defined. Yeah, you know, like an old TV set was. And then when they went to the uh, regular story, they would bring it back to full screen. Yeah, it'd be wide you know, screen, white letterbox kind of thing. Yeah, I thought that was neat. The style of it as well, and um, the transition back and forth, and how they told the story. It was very easy to follow. Yeah. I felt it was very easy. I love, I just, I don't know, you know how I am about certain types of people. He just breaks the mold for what I think of someone who's very, whether it's spiritual and close to God and all the prayers that he did. It wasn't, he didn't come at you in a proselytizing way. Proselytize, right. Proselyte, and I like that. I, I liked all the little things about him. Right. You know, and uh, it was just, it's it's refreshing to see that. And you hope that in our time there's somebody, a figure that will come out like that. Is there anything from it that you've taken away? Like, was there anything, like for me, for when I sat there and watched it, whenever I sit and watch, like when I watched uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, the documentary, and watching this, I always walk away feeling like I wish that I could incorporate some of Mr. Rogers' uh, behavior and and his, you know, the way he handled himself, the way he handled, dealt with people. There's times where I wish I could learn to do that myself. And there's times where I walk away from it going, you know, that's 
what I want more in my life. I want those connections with people where you're giving them honest listening, where you're where you're giving them that honest attention, where you're you're looking at them not as not as this complex adult that every you know we all are, but also as that simple child whose needs probably weren't met as well as they you know should have been and that there are holes in our chill in our childhood you know that things like patience active listening understanding understanding things like that can 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 be can give something it can be a great gift that you can give to other people and every time I walk out of one of these movies, I always walk out feeling like, like I wish or I, I hope somehow I can figure out how to incorporate some of those things into my life. Is there anything that you get from that that you wish that, that or that you think, you know, maybe this is something I could do more in my life. This is something that I could incorporate more in my, li- my life. I think the thing is, you try to come to peace with yourself, with your relationships with others. If you can get to a place where there's no anger and then you create perimeters and borders for which you can interact with that person, that individual, that will keep you in that state of, you know, uh, avoiding conflicts or character issues or whether it be morale issues and stuff. Because I've definitely have been a person um, that wants to be real and not sugarcoat things and just kind of like say it for what it is. But then sometimes you have to understand that the other person may not understand, may not get your uh, perspective and that you just have to accept that as opposed to trying to. Well, I think I think what he... I think the thing is what he demonstrates or he demonstrated is that a lot of it has to do with approach. A lot of things that he talked to people about, it was how he eased them into discussing about it. Mm-hmm. It's how he eased them into talking about it. That's why it's so very you know? dare, uh, therapeutic, his yeah. approach. Yeah, like well, he, that active therapist. listening, instead of talking in order to get his point across or in order to have the other person understand something or or in order to um, you know he, what he did basically was he listened to them and he would ask them questions and then after listening he would stop and he would take a a moment and then he would give an example from you know his own feelings or his own life as, as a way to show show empathy and I think that's something that that we lack a lot of times, especially in today's culture, that we're not actively listening to each other. We're, a lot of us are talking at each other and we, we think that the other person is so wrong that we're not willing to even take a moment to listen to why they believe what they do. We, we get so concerned with what a person thinks that we don't stop to take account of why they think that way and I think that's one of the things that he did well was he showed you know that sure it's it's we get angry and we have feelings and and all of these things you know 
we have one of the, the, the things that was said in the movie, which is I've heard Fred Rogers say himself, which is that um, whatever is, um, I, I can't remember how he said it uh, exactly, but is if it can be discussed, it can be managed. You know? Yes. If it can be talked about, it can be managed. And I thought that was a really important kind of lesson, especially in today's day and age where we're either too afraid to talk about important things or we're just simply yelling at each other. You know? I got that message too with that one scene. That was that was definitely the message I got from there. Yeah, that was a, a it was a beautiful message to have. Yeah. And that was the you know thing about Fred Rogers himself. Not he was just a beautiful person from you know inside to out and just how you know, but he is human. Yeah, he's human. He's human. He said, I, I sense he's got issues himself that he deals with. So they touched base a little bit about, or he kind of gave some insight on his family and then how, you know, it's difficult to, um, you know, raise kids and how just because he's able to relate to kids and deal with kids doesn't mean that. He's a perfect father. Yeah. Like yeah. Right. The perception of he's a perfect father and the kids must be like well adjusted. And uh, to hear some of the things that were the truth, it's, it's a little sad, but then it makes him human. Yeah. It just gives a human aspect of it. Right. Yeah. And, and the other thing I thought was really great was how his wife in the movie talked about how this wasn't just something that came naturally to him. Mm-hmm. That he had to practice being this way. Yeah. That it was an active thing that he did. Very, a lot of self-control. Yeah. You know, a lot of thinking about how he, he... A lot of choices that he made in how he was going to react to people. And I thought, you know, that's again something that a lot of people don't do these days. They don't stop and think about how they want to react to someone. They don't stop and think, you know, is what I'm going to say to this person gonna gonna help them mm-hmm. you, you know because people get caught in the moment yeah that's the problem is that once you get into a discussion and as it escalates you get caught in a moment and he seems to be able to recognize not to go down that slippery slope right right and that's what that's the one thing that he seemed to have full control of or at least from what i can in the public right and that was it was it's great and but it did demonstrate how hard it is. He's regiment on yeah. the things he does to keep his mind healthy with the swimming. He's probably got a very active mind. Right. And had yeah, yeah, had one. And just all the people that are in his thoughts and concerns. Right. And uh, he's got a lot on his plate. Right. Like you might think it's stress, but that's just how he is and right. how he deals with things. So it would be very interesting to see a documentary of him, not Mr. Roger. Like his, what do you mean him? Like his upbringing. What was his relationship with his parents? Oh, yeah, yeah. Siblings. Yeah. You know, like yeah, he talked about being bullied as a kid, right. being chubby right, and crying over it. I'd like to, you know, like to dive into... More of his... Like, yeah, his, his struggles his growing, growing to, up and yeah, everything else. Right. To get to where he is. Yeah. yeah, it makes you wonder more about him, for definitely for sure. So, out of five stars, what would you rate this movie? I give it a four. Okay. Like you said, acting and everything was good. Mm-hmm. 
the dramatization that they have to have because it's a movie. I saw that. I didn't care much for that part of it, but I was able to dismiss it. Which so, part? Just like the... The dream sequence? No, no. Just the relationship, the dynamic of the story to me was... Some of it was un, was not believable. It was too dramatization. Like what part? Uh, without giving spoilers. Oh, okay. It's hard. If you, if you can't, yeah, yeah, okay. That's the thing. It's kind yeah. of, but there's definitely uh, interactions with him and his wife, things that happen, situations. I'm like, that would never happen. That's, you know, like, that wouldn't be normal to me. That would not be believable to me. Interesting. I'll, uh, I'm interested to hear what those are off, yeah. off air. So. Yeah. So those are things I just have to, like, let it slide. And, right. you know, okay. And now that you tell me it's, it's more for the effect. So I just would rather focus on the storyline of Mr. Rogers and his interaction. Right. More opposed to the uh, reporters. Right. You know. Right. His storyline. Right. So. Okay. Well, that's great. Uh, I agree. Four out of five stars. Good movie. I recommend others see it as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. Yeah. Thanks. It's a feel-good movie. Feel that's good where movie. I, yeah, I yeah. categorize it's it It's a as. good movie. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for taking this time to talk to me about it. I appreciate it. Yeah. Go out and see it. Judge for yourself. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Have a great day.